Hello, friends. Welcome to season two of the Dr. B Show, sponsored by 111 Spa and Aesthetics, Get More Clicks Media, and Bora Consulting Group's Transforming Your Way to Success online course. Hello, friends. In this episode of season two of, of the Dr. B Show, I interviewed Jose Velasquez and Jaime Rodriguez. We discussed the importance of the buying process of purchasing a home and what is the criteria, which includes having great credit. Some great takeaways here. Enjoy the interview. Hi, Dr. B here. Are you struggling to get rid of stubborn fat but don't want to have plastic surgery? 111 Spa and Aesthetics Non-Invasive Slimming Massage can help you get the body you always wanted. 111 Spa and Aesthetics can also help you when it comes to cellulite treatments and body contouring massage. 111 Spa and Aesthetics offers a full range of skincare services, including facials, acne, scar treatments, skin tightening, microdermabrasion, and more. 111 Spa and Aesthetics are trained professionals with extensive skincare experience and utilize only the best equipment possible. For more information, please visit their website at www.111aesthetics.com. That's one O N E eleven. L-E-V-E-N SpaAesthetics.com located at 10 East Munaki Road in Hackensack, New Jersey 07601 and to make an appointment don't miss out 201-520-1777 201-520-1777 Spa and Aesthetics Hi, everyone. Dr. B here with another edition of the Dr. B Show. I have some great guests today. I'm very excited uh, to listen here today's topic and great conversation. I have my tea. I can't tell you. They didn't sponsor me, so I can't tell you who it's from, but I do have my tea. <laughs> so it's a lovely pleasure of having Mr. Jose Velasquez and... Jamie Rodriguez. Jamie Rodriguez. Thank you. Nice to meet you guys both. All right. So, so, so Jamie or, and Jose, I guess, tell us who you are first. Tee it up something simple, and then we'll we'll dive into our deep conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, me and Jamie are uh, two Latino lenders down in uh, New York, uh, the New York area. Um, uh, myself from Long Island, and uh, Jamie from uh, Brooklyn. Uh, he's Puerto Rican, Salvadorian. So we saw we saw a way to be able to bring two two countries together <laughs> and unite them. <laughs> that's kind of where the story really begins is uh is kind of where we first met right yeah yeah we we met in the uh in the industry so uh, out here uh in long island um we basically uh kind of like uh you know just uh you know it's like uh it's a, it's a funny story like we just we kind of follow we kind of like follow jose to certain spots you know certain banks and we kind of like you know develop a relationship based on um on uh, just uh, think, you know the, I well, think a lot of it came back like when we when we met uh, when we met at the, a smaller bank together. Our backgrounds are so similar. Like I started with J.P. Morgan Chase, he was with Merrill Lynch. So and then we both kind of ended up in lending at some point in time in our lives. So I try to figure it out, try to figure it out, yeah. And, yeah, and then try to grow that uh, that platform. Right. Yeah. So love it, love it, love it. So tell us your role at. East Coast? I think I got it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are your current roles in um in, in with East Coast? What do you what do you guys uh 
So, so we're like, I mean, you can say we're like a business within a business, right? So for uh, loan officers, uh, you know, for the most part, especially like uh, out here, uh, I want to say Long Island, New York, uh, just the way, um, how, you know, how, how everything works. Basically, we, uh, we get to operate as independents, right? And uh, I'm considered, you know, I'm a loan officer. I'm, also, I'm a, an originator, so I can start a loan. Uh, I can sit there, start an application, and bring it all the way through the uh, the end uh, of the process to, uh, to you know to, to, to close the, the the loan basically. Um, so we're senior loan officers, loan officers, whatever you want to call us. Uh, but essentially, we you know the main thing that we that we do is in terms of our focus, in terms of uh, our mission statement, right, is educating our clients. Now, um, you know. We get, you know, people from everywhere, right? Every every background, every nationality, uh, and but where we found that there's a bigger need in education is just uh, primarily foreigners. Um, you know, I, I don't speak any other language other than you know English or Spanish, so it's not like I can really you know blend the hand in other areas. Uh, you know, to you know, in order to educate the uh, you know educate people as to how this works because it's very complex, very involved. It's very you really need to be working with someone that you can trust. That's the bottom line. Um, so, you know, we decided that uh, you know, based on all the people that we worked with in the past, um, that the Hispanic community by far, right, and uh, and the, uh, you know, African community as well, African, uh, you know, community actually, like, has a, you know, has their, their, in terms of what, you know, what it means to get a loan, what's the process, documentation, et cetera, they're way behind. And that's kind of like where we step in and say, you know what, every client we meet with, it's about educating them. Just educate everybody, whether they do the loan with us or not. We put it out there, uh, you know, not just in social media, but hands-on. Like, we will take the extra time to build build that relationship to the extent of where, you know, we are delivering value and insight you know, before we even do anything, you know what right. I'm saying? So that they can make a, you know, a sound financial decision. Um, so that's kind of how we, we overall like approach the business. Um, and a lot of it is, is basically, you know, just uh, reaching out to people, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, making the connection and then just kind of walking through the process. Cause at the end of the day, this is like, the, you know, for a lot of people, you know, it's just, this is the American dream, right? It is the dream. Like, you know, so, you know, right. we and I think and I think so to kind of piggyback off of that, right? One of the biggest things that we're doing here is is exactly that, like educating those communities. So we've taken it to where we have this guy um, Hector that we work with out of um, out of like the Brooklyn area, right? And he ha- he has accounting offices. So something that we have done is realized that the accountant's relationship and the financial advisor, because of our background really makes sense. So we've been able to kind of plug in relationships with, uh, with those, uh, with those, uh, um, with those sense 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 yeah. Thank you. Um, and really been able to kind of like hone in on the Hispanic community. Right. And a lot of times what we found is that uh, the accountant, right. Ends up being able to become a loan officer. Right. So they, he actually gets licensed and then we were able to kind of, help increase revenue through his already existing book of business. So those are the kind of two things, right? We're, we've been servicing like 
business clients here. And then at the same time, we've also been servicing like residential regular mortgages. So and that's, and that's, the, that's the goal that we're, we're trying to hit. We're, we're, we're heading in that direction where, um, you know, the relationships that, that we get at this point are really mainly for us to, uh, you know, expand their services, expand their, you know, their, uh, their footprint, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, helping people and educating them and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, we found that uh, instead of going after just the end user, right, the person that's going to get the mortgage, we, we go after the, the referral source and, and establish good relationships with them where they can, uh, you know, count on us, you know, be responsive, be able to deliver on what it is we're saying and, you know, you know ultimately just do the right thing, right, and not try to get rich on, on one client, right, just help everybody and ultimately you know, give a level of transparency that uh, that the you know the owner, the accountant, whoever it is that we're working with, uh, the, the attorney would feel comfortable with as well, right? Like you know, we first test it out with the person that's going to give us the referrals. We more often than that, we do their their loans, right? Or their we'll, we'll give them advice on that first, and then we go ahead and work with the with the people, you know, the relationships that they they send over. To them. Thank you. Great, great opening question. What has your experience, Jose? And Jamie, whether it's Hartford funding for you or, or just JP Morgan and Merrill, how has that experience helped you in your roles today? Oh, good. Oh man, I think <laughs> it's a tremendous foundation. I mean, it's like a big bar billion billion dollar training, right? Bill, you know, it's like those corporations. Um, you know, they're not. It's not. It's not what you like. For me, for my the way I am, I know the way Jose is. It's not. It's not a place where those are not the places where we would want to build anything because really everything's built, right? Basically, um, but it really provided a tremendous, tremendous like uh, you know um, amount of uh, of resources and knowledge and like you know just kind of like a head start. Right to get into this because they, you know, in, in those companies we we trained, uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, you know they were those companies are always ahead of the curve in terms of sales and things like that. But the one thing they're missing is that they, they don't, you know, they're ahead of like you know in terms of inside knowledge, but not in terms of the people that can capture it and bring it to the table. Right. That's and that's kind of like how we. We we come into that into that void basically and and, and really provide a value in that sense, right? You know, like right, right, right. And I think so with with I think the, the large institutions like the training that they had, right? Like the, the sales training, everything else. Mm-hmm. What you're saying they, they are state of the art, spending millions and millions and millions of dollars, right, on that. And what we got from Hartford, I think, right, from Hartford funding was a uh, a, a look at what like kind of a grassroots local bank has right so we had the we kind of had the, the experience with the two juggernauts where it's you have a uh, chase like a chase right where it's a big institution and then also a uh, smaller like, you know what you would call like a boutique bank right that serves the clients like on a one-on-one rather than like on these like uh depositories like a chase you know so that i think it was both uh kind of an advantage to be able to kind of see both in our uh, own yeah. background and then once kind of, once we got that experience once we got that with, once we learned the ropes because there you could you know what it is in the smaller bank, you can really learn more about the bank itself, what the how things operates, right. the actual business. So it's like, so for us, it was like it was like teaching us 
how to build a house. And we're like, oh, okay, we, you know, we, we know now how to build houses and let's start building that. And from right. there, we've been able to kind of grow our business within the business. Yeah. And just, and just transfer that knowledge to the people that we work with, right? Because we'll build, we'll look at the build team. But so everyone that we work with, right, whether they're a referral source or they're, you know, the real estate agent, you know, we have such a good, we, we developed such a good base in, the, in that, in those, those, uh, you know, in our past experiences, because I've also owned businesses and, uh, you know, um, had other, you know, I've been a private investigator. I was in the military, right? So I've had, I have a, you know, we have a pretty we've diverse been, we've been entrepreneur. Five years. I mean, I feel like that's, or, that's or what I've always done. Yes. Yeah, you were selling, selling, selling candy. Selling candy. 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 You know, like we sold candy in high school. So yeah, right, right, of course we're going to go more. You know, like when they come up, <laughs> selling candy at the supermarket, what's better than that? You know? And, uh, but, but it, it gave us the skill set to, you know, transfer those skills right those the, the, that mm-hmm. knowledge to other real estate agents and other accountants because even though i've, I've met accountants are very very successful they make millions of dollars i uh, you know they because they built the business yet they don't have the knowledge i have they just they just don't have it right they, they never they never walked in our shoes they didn't you know they didn't have like uh you know the you know the long hours of like, you know, you know, working on uh, investments and whether or not you're going to pull out of the market, you're going to invest. They didn't, you know, they, they told right. they built their business differently because right? they're super analytical. Right? Yeah. So they, and we so call them and for us in the investment side, it's, you know, you got to have a strong stomach sometimes. It's, right? yeah. it's a lot different. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so we bring, you know, so when we, when we meet with other professionals, uh, we can, we have the ability to enhance what they're doing just because of our experiences. And then from there, if we can do that for them, right? We can bring value by enhancing what they do, or just their knowledge base, right? Just, just their ability to do whatever, you know, it is that they're trying to do, enhance that. That's how we open up doors. And I tell we've met people that I thought we'd never, you know, even run into like right. and, and work with like i have actually as a client i have um and again it's not you know it's not like holy crap this is amazing but you know to an extent right like i have um you know we have as clients the people that manage uh estate estate lauders estate right like the estate lauder like the family mm-hmm. we have they're like so just to give you an idea they make a lot of money like a lot of money the people that manage their estate and, and everything else. And um, it's kind of cool that, you know, like through there, like I've met so many friends, I've, you know, mm-hmm. I've met so many good people, but you know, it feels kind of cool that I feel cool. But I, yeah. I like the idea that I meet the people that work with the people, right? right. That, that get to know them experience, you know, and get a real inside scoop on who these people are, how they made their money, all these things, you know, because it's, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Great. Not great. Great. Uh, great conversation. And I'm glad that foundation has helped you in your respective business today. Right. So want to switch gears a little bit. I, um, I sent you an advanced little stat according to the NYC Furman Center. It's an older staff from 2018, but it kind of is the theme of the, uh, of the, of the podcast here, trying to highlight Hispanics and trying to help out the community. That's the, the purpose of the, of the show per se. So out of uh, house ownership. This is just 2018, right? I don't have stats for 2020 or 2021, but it, it's basically you have a an idea. So 44% right. were Asian, 43% white, 27% were black, 17% were only Hispanic. So why do you think this is in your opinion? Why do you think it's a lack of information? Is it a lack of resources? Is it lack of education? Combination of all? 
Oh, combination. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's definitely going to be a, a kind of a combination of uh, of of all of the above, right? Like in in and typically, right? And and whether it's 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 done for whatever reason, right? Um, typically, places of uh, you know uh, of minority groupings, right? For the, whatever time period it has been, uh, the the resource that they have always lacked has been uh, information. Right. So you're talking about exactly. now and, and now we're talking about a digital age. Right. So during that digital time frame, um, you would see places that had, uh, uh, you know, less money just wouldn't have access to the same stuff that you would have in more in a more affluent neighborhood. Yeah, right? I mean, they might, so, they might have the information, but they just don't have the insight. They don't have the insight. So it's very different. So let me tell you, like when I grew up in in Hempstead and Uniondale and stuff like that. Right. The access to things that we had there was very different than when I moved to Massapequa and all of a sudden they had like. And I would see it. They were the first, one of the first schools in Long Island to have smart boards. You know, so the lack of the lack of resources, resources. And, that, and that was an old white school, pretty much. I was the only Spanish kid that was there, right? So all of a sudden, I'm sitting there. I'm like, whoa, like stuff like brand new textbooks, like like crisp. Like I opened up a textbook and was like, never had a brand new. Nobody put a name in there. I'm like, wait, usually it's like fifty. No graffiti, like you know, like, high school. Uh, <laughs> what's going on? Wait, it's my birthday. <laughs> You're still the plastic wrap? Like, I'm like, what? It's a holiday. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's it's no joke. I mean, as a matter of fact, uh, I actually I graduated high school right uh, in Brooklyn. Right, I went to Madison High School. Okay. And um, I don't think I wrote a paper until like I got to college. Right. So, you know, how do I get? Lo- how did I get lost in the shuffle? You know, like mm-hmm. I. You know, I played, you know, I was captain of the baseball team. I ended up being prom king. You know, like, right, I was, right, you know, right. I was, and I and I did a lot of stuff. You know, I worked, you know, I worked all throughout high school. I used to ride my bike to the deli and work, right? So I did a lot of stuff. And and yet, like, I never wrote a paper. So when I got to college, right, and, and just to give you an example, this is my experience. And I know that for, like, and that's why when I think about my community is that, is that it just blows my mind because I was victim of, of that as well. And if I didn't even, if I didn't have the right people around me, you know, that guided me, those mm-hmm. mentors, some, something that I do for people now, right? I would have been lost. I mean, I don't know. So I probably would never, I would have ended up in the military and not come back. But I did come back for college, right? That's what I did. I did the split option. Yeah. And when everybody else, for example, when they graduate high school, right? The old things being equal, right? You, you know, you get to college, like right? the easiest classes are, English 101, right? <laughs> English 102. So that's just a basic, your first year, your first. So when I got there, my, you know, and I, and I took, um, I took English 101, I literally like the first time, like, and I got my test back, right? I handed in a, I'm sorry, I got my paper back. I remember looking at it, it had an F and the teacher looked at me and was like, is this a joke? And I'm like, I'm like, no, this is the best I got, man. This is the best I have. Like, whoa. So it was like, and then I was like, really? Okay. The next one F I'm like, holy shit. And then D D right. you know, and then right. before you knew it, but I, C, think, but I think, I think so again. So, right. So I think yeah, on top of that, like the, the institution of, of schooling is, is a whole set that is, I yeah, think, the really often terrible, which is why I think for us, what we're trying to do with uh, with the Latino lenders, which is which is a uh, a social media that we're we're going to be launching at the end of this month, uh, very heavily, is going to be educating the Hispanic community and not just mortgage information, just but really just just the general base in general, right? And like and and in that community, there are people that uh, that uh, can't, still can't read or write, right? 
But if they had access to some knowledge base, just some basic financial knowledge, let me tell you, we've had clients. Really? I had a client that can't that can't read or write in English, can't uh, read or write in Spanish, just speak Spanish, and was able to have uh, how many? How many? He had six restaurants, I think. He had like six restaurants and like, like ten million dollars. So guys, right? But he knows numbers, and somebody showed him how numbers work. Yeah, and, and that so a mentor support, a mentor support, right? right. It's not, so you do it on your own. You do nothing. On your so own. we're trying to educate the Spanish community using our, our social media, and uh, you know that's that's something that we're super excited to start launching soon. Yeah, because well. the need is, is it, it's, the need is there, and that's why that's why those numbers are down. It's just yeah. we need to put pump as much education in financial. Right. Because schooling, schooling helps you learn direction. Right. But like you don't learn how to do taxes. You don't know how to how long or like all the like. Right. And a lot of people in those positions didn't buy houses themselves. So it's a lot easier in affluent neighborhoods where it's like your dad bought a house, your grandpa bought a house. I mean, so, so, for example, so, like, you know, when you see that 17 percent. Right. Yeah. That 17 percent is also not like, you know, those, that's a 70 percent that made it basically that, you know, they're lucky if they got service correctly because of it. So it's it's on top of that. Right. right. Yeah. So if you break it down, it's even it's mm-hmm. even more of, a, of an issue. It's like you know, that that 17 percent number is not even like it's it's like, all right, so maybe maybe two percent of it. Got, you know, the true, the, you know, a real. Uh, you know, a uh, real hand in the process, right? Well, the rest of them uh, will either get put into wrong loans because I see it all the time. I see where someone should be conventional, right? And they put them at FHA because FHA loans pay more because they, they are more work, but they're not what the client need, needs and, and yet they fall into that situation. So, you know, there's an advantage like right now, like to people that have actually, you know, went into those types of loans, believe it or not, still, it's like, it's, it's, it, it matters basically. Do you want to promote your product or services to your target audience, but don't know how? Do you struggle with social media marketing and management? Do you have challenges of lead generation for your business online? Well, look no further. Get More Clicks Media helps with SMS, MMS, and email marketing. Also, social media marketing and management, video marketing, lead generation, brand recognition, SEO, e-commerce, and website development. For more information, please visit getmoreclicksmedia.com. That's getmoreclicksmedia.com. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Hold on. So, so, so great, great, great answer to that. Yeah, it also, all starts with education, 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 right? So what do we do as thought leaders to improve those numbers? I think you already touched on that. Can you kind of elaborate uh, uh-huh. on that, whether it's, um, uh, you know, seminars similar to what we're doing virtual, what... What do you guys have? Or what, what do you guys uh, in your firm do specifically? Um, you know what? I, I gotta say that I think um, I think a lot of it. The, the main thing, and I know so it's, it's kind of like you know a little bit more at a, at a at a distance for 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 our us to see it. Um, but I think it's really mindset. Yeah. You know, mindset of the people that are involved in the industry, right? Um, just kind of like uh, you know seeing things, uh, you know, seeing things a little different, right? So kind of change the point of view or the perception of how things should be a little bit in terms of like how, you know, what your work is and what you do, you know, something like, even because the people that you hire, I mean, we could choose to hire people that are complete scumbags. I'm going to, you know, you know, rape and pillage and do that, right? Because that could, protect, that could grow our numbers in a way, but short term, right? Uh, or what we can do is, which is what we're doing, 
we are, you know, people that come on board and work with us, they're, you know, it's like-minded, you know, it's like- We're developing, I think, I think we're just, we're trying to develop a new culture, yes. right? We're trying, to develop, culture. we're trying to develop a new culture, change the culture in the Hispanic community and in the lending institution, in the lending specific, right. uh, you know, as a whole, more specific, and specifically in that community. Train more Hispanic loan officers. And show them, bring them, exactly, to bring more into the focus. There's really not too many of us, right? Like we're we're in an industry where it's, it's a few of us. There's enough people yeah. to get enough business. Like we're about to have what um, in the next whenever it happens, right? Uh, uh, you know, they're saying Biden's going to help Harden or whatever. And if we get that influx of millions of people that are that are going to need to buy houses, invest, whatever, right? So we need people that are trained and are ready to take on those people in our culture in the right way. Part, right? Like, yeah, yeah, like you know, so. Legal, right. right? So we're gonna need clients. We're gonna need people. I mean, clients. We're gonna need, um, you know, new loan officers that we can help train and 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 you know, not take advantage of those people because unfortunately, that's what happens to us when we're not educated enough. Listen, there's not enough. There's not enough Hispanic loan officers in the industry. You pull up, let's say, you pull up the uh, the uh, NML, like the national. What is it called? Like the, the, oh, NMLS. N- yeah. NMLS, right? If you pull up at NMLS. And you try to, you know, get a hold of a, of an English speaking, uh, you know, person to assist you. It's you're you're gonna be there for a while. But if you call the Hispanic line, right, or you switch over to Spanish, literally the, they pick up right away. So and they speak English. So if you want to buy anybody, they'll speak English anyways. They'll just, just you know skip the line basically. But right. it goes to show that there's really there's not that there's many. no representation. Over, just that they so need, we're yeah. basically at this point in a position where not only are we trying to educate the Hispanic community because you know kind of that's how it sparked everything, but we'll ultimately be able to you know, change the culture internally. Um, in the bank industry with the people that we're working with right. and spread that. You know, be the right. example, you know, right. be the example. Lead, lead by, like, by doing the right thing. Por ejemplo. Lead por ejemplo. Lead por ejemplo. Lead por ejemplo. <laughs> hey, I, I, uh, I don't want to take away from the next person's episode or, or future episode because he's going to talk about credit. But I do want to uh, stress with you guys that were sitting here, how important, how the importance of credit and how it impacts buying power. You know, whether it's you're changing a job, whether it's big purchases, why hold off after closing? There's, you know, certain rules of thumb. Can you, can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit as far as why, you know, why not change jobs until after the closing or, or, or it's a two-part question, basically. One, the importance yeah. of credit. Then two, yeah, 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 yeah. the importance of those myths that you hear, you know, don't change jobs while during the process or don't make big purchases during that, during that process. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So I'll address the, um, the, the first part because there's a couple of things, right? Um, importance of credit. So the importance of credit can can be drastic depending on where your credit lies, right? And I think I think that's really like the misconception, right? Because there are certain breakpoints between, let's say, six forty and a six and a seven hundred credit score, right? Once you reach that seven hundred or seven twenty mark, is when you kind of get that that bump in getting a little bit better of a rate, right? So I think kind of helping people understand and like showing them because that's something that we do. We show them where their credit is, right? So let's say you're at a you're at a 700 or a 705 or a 680 or whatever. And through looking through a system, we can see that uh, that we can bump your credit up. If you pay a credit card or something like that, like we'll, we'll help you out and you'll bump it up 10, 15 points. That 10, 15 point bump up 
can be anywhere between like an eighth of a point to. I mean, a yeah, I mean, and listen, I could get down to like to the point where like uh, the credit could be such a huge difference where you know the same person. It's like you know you see when you buy a car, right? You know, one guy can come out paying you know, for the same car like two, three hundred dollars more for the car. In this case, you know, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? So that that difference in, a, in an interest rate it's tremendous because it makes a difference on what kind of house you could buy. What kind of loan you can get, right? If your credit is not good, you're not going to get a conventional loan. It's probably not the one that, you know, you're going to pay PMI if you're not putting, you know, more 20% down. So the credit makes, you know, it's either, it's a, it's a make or break situation, first of all, because if you have a low credit under 620, you, you know, you're basically the terms of your loan are going to be horrific right. and it's, right. you know, you're going to, your payment is going to be much higher than the next person. So, you right. know, how does right. how does that? And in some cases, too, especially with like FHA right now, we're also seeing anything over over below a six twenty. They're also asking for reserves. So they the also also, right. also need like they want to make sure that you have let's say three months or six months in the bank as well. So yeah, so it can have effects on a lot. It has a huge impact, uh, you know, on obviously on your uh, on your interest rate mm-hmm. and and potentially on the ability of getting the house that you were looking for right. because the higher the rate, the higher the payment, the higher the debt to income ratio is going to be for that loan. So you can buy you can buy less house. Right. I mean, it's a it's like right. it's a yeah a lot. Right. Of so yeah, so the credit's going to be super important, and then. The changing of a jo- of uh, of jobs. I mean, it. I definitely wouldn't. Or tell buy having big, you know, making a big purchase. Yes, those are those are two things. That I've I heard people say. like actually like say, oh, you know, can I take out a loan to for the for the down payment, right? Oh. And you know, things like that. Like just you know, once you're gonna buy a house, unless it's an emergency. You don't want to take out a credit card. You know, you know, just don't even show it to anybody just in case it just right. like money comes out of it. You know, like just, just keep it, lock it. You know, cut you, know, you, know, you know what I think? I think the real the real the real thing of it is going to be like kind of once you're in the process, especially once you're in the process of buying a house, whatever move you kind of want to make, just you know, like let us let us know or let let your professional kind of like whoever you're talking to know because it, it could affect them. I mean, it, it definitely will where, affect them. Where if you change the job or take out a where, purchase. Where it would be a huge thing is that when you have, let's say, three buyers, right? Mm-hmm. One is the one, that, let's say the main one or the couple was the one, you know, so they're married and the third person. And they want to, you know, they're, they're, they're all doing everything perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. But that other person, right, doesn't, that, that, you know, they're all, they're all the co-signer, they're the all the and they follow no rules, you know. Uh, they, they're yeah. buying things. They're doing things. So when they're, they're co-signing for everybody, they're co-signing. Yeah, when they, yeah. <laughs> when, when they have when they have multiple uh, when there's multiple borrowers, um, that's even a bigger concern, right? Yeah. Because then you have people that can you know can mess up the loan just by by doing something yeah. that you know was like completely out of the control of the of the, of the person that's mm-hmm. really trying to get the loan. Right. So yeah, it could be. Right. It would just it could it could kill the deal basically. It could yeah, kill the loan by you know. <laughs> Over. Simple. <laughs> Simple. God, it'll kill the deal. Gotcha. What advice would you give? What's, uh, let's say, you know, Hispanic or not, let's say, you know, Hispanic for the sake. What advice would you give a Hispanic uh, looking to purchase a home? What should be their first step? Wait, is it the credit? Is it the uh, the myth? Do you have to have 20%? Can you do FHA? What is the first step um, a, a Hispanic professional would say? I, I, you know what? I think this is probably going to be the, the, credit the most really simpler. The, yeah, I think this is probably, yeah, it was one of the most simplest questions is you, you kind of want to have, you know, you kind of want to have everything in line, right? And you kind of want to know your your own uh, situation. So that's something that I think. Well, if, listen, the, first, the first thing right off the bat is you want to run your credit, right? To so make sure, see where you're at, right? Yeah. Find out where you're at to see where you're going to go. 
basically. If you don't know where you stand as far as your credit, right, then there's right. really it doesn't there's really not much you can do past that point. Now, once you know how you what your credit situation is, right, or at the same time, like you should be saving money. So right. you wanna you wanna I think the credit is more of a, a it's more it's more of a deal breaker than the actual money because you can put down as low. We we have some programs with like home ready, uh where you can put down as low as three percent. Right. And, you know, better terms. It's like almost like FHA like rates and also lower PMI, which is, you know, something that in fact we bring to the Hispanic community all the time. We make sure that anybody that can take advantage of that, of that loan, and it's not specific to the Hispanic community, but anybody that can take advantage of that loan, that we implement it and at least go the extra, you know, few steps to make sure that they right. qualify. I think, with that. I think really like, I mean, it kind of piggyback off that is that um, kind of what you said, right? Like we need to know the credit, you kind of need to know the scenario. So the most important thing is going to be to come in, you know, or, or Zoom yeah. or but like have that face-to-face meeting, right? Like you want to, you want to know if you can buy a house, a hundred thousand dollar, 200, 300, whatever purchase, you need to talk to someone first, right? Give them the financials, let them take a look and then kind of like what we do exactly that help guide them through that process. Really. Yeah, Cause we can, you know, with, with once we have, once we, yeah, once we have their credit, once we have their information, then we go to work, right? Like right. So basically, yes. Yeah, so basically, once you have the credit, right? You know, we can actually help you, you know, raise your credit too, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if there's if there's a an area where we can, uh, you know, we can improve in your with your within your credit report, we can we can actually do that for you as well, well. help it, you. Right. And then, but if you need someone who's more more of a, if it's more of a uh, of a serious thing, right, with the credit where it's uh, you know, there's been there's. Uh, you know, uh, charge laws, uh, bankruptcies, bankruptcies. There's a lot of things. Right. Uh, m- m- part of our job actually is to look at all those things and and, and find the way to get you the loan anyway, right? So as we're and, go- as we're think- going through, right? As we're going through, we're chipping away at the areas that we need to fix. Right. Work that area. I think a lot of other- that, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that uh, our fi- our financial background is back when we you know right. we were doing when we were at yeah. Chase and Merrill, we had that. Fiduciary. So we, when we look at loans, we look at it as a whole and not just the one product that we're that we're you know doing at that at that moment, which is right. So anyway, so basically, once once like once we have a good idea where you stand with the credit, then you know we can say, hey, listen, you know, if you put this money, how much you know if you have this amount of money saved, you can do this. We can actually start putting the plan together. So I would tell anybody who's looking to buy a home. Uh, for some home buyer, whoever they need to seriously take a look at, you know, come in from the credit. It's a right. soft pool, yeah, right? It's, it's a soft pool, basically, right? Uh, it doesn't it doesn't lower your 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 right uh, your credit score, and in fact, you have you have nothing to lose, everything to gain at that point. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Gotcha. I'm gonna throw your last curveball, and uh, I didn't I didn't uh, give you a warning about this one. So <laughs> regarding yeah, student loans, regarding student loans, do you? Um, you advise to kind of uh, what are your thoughts on student loans? I know that's a big burden even for me, right? So it's ha- helped me and it hurt me in the past. So what do you advice would you give to those folks um, coming out of school? Student loans, of course, pay on time. Um, but, but how do you? What are your thoughts on that? So so essentially, when you when you know the good thing is as soon as you come out of college, right? Uh, you can qualify for a mortgage. You don't have to have the two years, right? You just, right off the bat, you're you're mm-hmm. you, you, you fulfill that uh, that guideline that requirement, right? Um, so you know, with with people coming out of college, I feel like you know, and they have student loans. Um, you know, we just have to. There's there's certain 
ways that we apply, basically we have to apply it's 1% of whatever that monthly payment is, right? So, you know, because right, you get deferred and everything you, else, but we yeah, still well, you still have to, yeah, we have to still do it. I mean, there's really not much they can do. I mean, other than, you know, just kind of, you know, try to, you know, try to pay it down. And, and you know, there's really not a lot of wiggle room there. What uh, what's happening to now is that you know they're they're looking for ways to you know basically uh, do away with that right and not count it against your 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 debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point, it's still it's it is still, it's it is still the one percent, yes. and uh, yeah, so not much there. I mean, maybe this this that's definitely but that's that, something that yeah, that's something that might be in the works. So maybe in the springtime or the summer, we'll do an update on, yeah. on what, what I mean. That new might be. I mean, one of the cool things is that um, you never know. The administration is gonna. Defer right, Dika supposedly ten thousand right, uh, and then maybe that's that's exactly it. So if that happens, that affects us. So everything's kind of like a you know we could be sitting here in six months and be like oh yeah no now we should give all that or yeah. you know so that right. Be cool to find out. It'd be cool to see what happens. Yeah. Right, see, other things we do is we look for ways to uh, you know improve their their income in the sense of like uh, for the qualifying income. So let's say we find something that has uh, you know like a home ready. Uh, and they do have those those loans. Uh, one way they can offset the uh, the income, right? Because you graduate college, you're not going to be making a million dollars, right? I mean, I do I do have a doctor that graduated college, <laughs> and she's making like four hundred thousand, right? So Jose was like, wait a minute, that you, that calculation is wrong, Jimmy. She's not making thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. I think you put yeah, is that the annual income? Oh yeah, remember? Yeah. Oh no, because it was so it was it was a drastic jump from the year before. So I looked at the I looked at the tax return. And I'm like I'm like wait. You made that the year before. Now you're making this. That was her the residency. It was her residency. You know, like after they get out, they start out uh, as interns. Then the resident that jump is pretty drastic, right? Because we it was, it was doctors. So it was unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, so that's that's what happened. I didn't realize. And I'm looking at the I'm like, dude, I think you calculated right. Wrong. Yeah. You're always supposed to average the math. He's like, no, oh, she's she actually. So so what we do is that we look four ways to supplement that income, right? Without having to uh, either, you know, pay additional debt or file more um, already mother, daughter, or, uh, a, a, you know, a, a property that has a, a basement that right, is, right. Uh, you know, that we can rent. It's called an accessory unit. And, you know, someone has a bathroom, has a, uh, has a kitchen, right? Uh, uh, a stove, refrigerator, uh, recess window. I can give you that little extra income. So for people that are coming out of college, that's a great program because they, you know, I can get them with that little bit extra to, you know, compensate for the, uh, for the student loans Mm -hmm. and also, you know, not go over the income limits that they, you know, they institute on those types of loans. So it's, that's kind of how we look for ways to, and of course, the more we lower the rate, you know, the lower the payments. So we kind of offset it with, you know, the, the lower, the lower, uh, the lower monthly payment with the, with the, with the rate. So. Gotcha. Where can people find you if they want more information regarding uh, the home buying process or, or to start the home buying process? Where can they find you? Great conversation, by the way. Great. Uh, Thank you for having me. So my Instagram handle, you can find me at the Latino Lender. Uh, our at the Latino Lenders is going to be launching on the 15th of February. So that is not up and running as of yet. But that will be up and running. So at the Latino Lender and at the Latino Lenders with the joint team. And then uh, what's up? What's your handle for Instagram? Oh, it's uh, Jamie underscore Rodriguez underscore four four four. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, that I'm, gonna keep, I'm gonna keep you the name, but I'm not gonna change my name. But I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, good. Appreciate you. And then thank you so much for being on on the Dr. B show. Really appreciate our conversation. And I think my listeners will get some great insight. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, thank you very much. Having us, man. All right. Take care, everybody. Jamie and Jose, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Really good. Has the pandemic changed the way you prospect today? Do you struggle prospecting for new leads for your business? Do you have challenges and don't have a process when networking at an event, either virtually or online? Well, look no further. Borja Consulting Group's Transforming Your Way to Success online course is a solution. In this eight-week intensive course, you will go from networking novice to networking guru. As a bonus, 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 two coaching sessions with Dr. Jairo Borja himself are now included in the course. Don't miss this amazing opportunity to transform your pipeline, increase quality leads, close more deals, and transform your way to success. For more information, please visit our website, www.borhaconsultinggroup.com. That's www.borhaconsultinggroup.com. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Dr. B Show, sponsored by 111 Spa Anesthetics, Get More Clicks Media, and Borja Consulting Group's Transforming Your Way to Success online course. Remember to transform your pipeline, increase quality leads, and go from networking novice to networking guru with Borja Consulting Group's Transforming Your Way to Success online course. Please visit our website at www dot borhaconsultinggroup.com. Take care.